Welcome to Making the Dough Show. I'm John Cohn. I'm Nate C. Murray. We're recording on a new version of GarageBand, which we were just talking about how much we love. Yeah, I don't... Uh, I guess it's a grump syndrome or whatever, but I just hate how we have to relearn everything we use all the time. Yeah, my, my old laptop died, and so I just got a new one, and it came with a new version of GarageBand, and it's... Uh, really unfriendly. It's very different to how the old version was. So let's hope that uh, you're able to hear all of this clearly. There you go. All <laughs> right. We'll, we'll give it our best. Yeah. We are, we are uh, recovering, I feel like, still. You're recovering. Um, you haven't had a day off in forever. I have not. I got back from L.A. We are the week post-Comic-Con. Yep. One, week po- one weekend post. And I got back from L.A. last night at 11.40. I was working up there at another show, OzCon, thanks to the attendees of that. Very fun, nice people. And uh, you had a very busy Comic-Con. We both did. Yep, we sure did. So while I'm sure everyone wants to hear about OzCon, why don't we talk about San Diego Comic-Con? Because it's almost as big. It is. Comic-Con, you know, it's, it's we're a little, I think, jaded now from it. And it makes me sad because yeah. I was talking to somebody in my Uber on the way back. And they were like, yeah, my, my friend, he bought tickets. At each two-day pass he bought was $500. Oh. And it's like, oh. Yeah, my badge is free. Yeah. And I... <laughs> Get other free badges, and, and I don't super want to be there. Right, I gave I gave my uh, I gave two badges to my farmers market guy on Sunday. Oh wow! Instead of going down, there I you go. Like, yeah, I, I didn't go on Sunday, and I gave my badge away to somebody as well. Um, but yeah, we had uh, a bit of work that we had to do at, at Comic Con. Um, I was on a panel, which was fun. Yeah, this is my first kind of big Comic Con panel. It was how to become a board game designer. Um, and that one went pretty well. Uh, did had some. This is my first time being on a panel with Matt Fantastic. Oh yeah, he can uh, run a panel. He boy, he he was a he was a grump on it though. I mean, I love Matt. We went all out to lunch afterwards. Yeah. Um, but every time I said something, he was like, "I'm going to disagree with what John said." Yeah. Was like, thanks, Matt. He, Except then afterwards, he did agree with me on everything I said. I was like, yeah, so it's real important you should have a sell sheet so that people, A, know oh, who you God, are. Oh, yeah. I've had the sell sheet fight with him. And he was like, sell sheets are stupid. Don't do one. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I, a lot of companies, a lot of publishers won't even let you meet with them unless you have a sell sheet that Correct. you send them in advance. And he goes, that's never been my experience. And I'm like, well, you're a guy who's covered in tattoos who's well-known by everybody in the industry. Right. So you say, hey, I'm Matt Fantastic. Can I get a meeting? And they either go, sure, or no. Right. And that's that's all you need because you're Matt Fantastic. Yep. Most of us are not Matt Fantastic, Correct. so we need to send sell sheets. And then at the end, he goes, oh, yeah, well, sure, you need something that, like, a five-second explanation of what the game is that you can hand off to them. I'm like, of course you need that. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's called a sell sheet. He hates that term. It's very <laughs> funny. Does. I've had that argument with him as well. But, he does, uh, yeah. yeah he, uh, but, yeah, I've been on panels with him. We've done, we did a couple just he and I, mm. and they were sparky. So he's a character on a panel. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. he will definitely get into the weeds with you, yeah, and kind of like screw the fact that we're doing this and we're in front of this many people and this is what we're supposed to do. I'm gonna just have like an argument with you now. So yep. It's like cool, cool. Yeah, been there, <laughs> right on. But it was a fun panel. Um, it, the one cool thing was uh, there was a line of about 50 people who weren't able to get in. Wow, that's great. Yeah, good yeah. for gaming at Comic Con, which yeah. is. Traditionally not been a show that has much gaming representation nor interest, unfortunately, having sold games there many years. Yeah. The fans are all about a comic exclusive, but uh, that's cool to hear. No, it was totally full, and uh, yeah, there's a lot of people who didn't get in, so I'm guessing it probably means we'll get a bigger room for next year. Uh, That's awesome. On the way up, gaming. Yeah. So yeah, we're in the the week between Comic-Con and Gen Con. Yeah, for Which one is, of us. If we, yeah, I'm going to be going to Gen Con. Yeah. So, um, the other one's taking a much-needed weekend. 
Yeah, yeah, you've earned it. Yeah. Uh, so for Gen Con this weekend, um, we're, I'm going to be doing a lot of things. So first of all, we're going to be talking about Council Verona. Yes, which, man, wow. It's, uh, it's kind of long. It's so, yeah. So like I know it's self-promotion for us or whatever, but also the graphics, the layout, everything. It's so beautiful. It's, I'm super proud to be bringing this product back and doing it at a level that I think would make Patrick proud. And, and that's always the, a, a high bar because Crash Games was nothing if not just way overproduced amazing componentry games. So yeah. I think we're doing them right. Yeah, and one of the coolest things, so we're working on putting together the Kickstarter now, which is a very long process if you want to do it right. Yes, and we're taking our time because we don't, you know, we have the the luxury of not having to have this done until and having to have this launched until we really feel happy. Yeah. And we've brought on great partners, Ed and Ben from Gamerati. I hope I'm saying that right. Game R A T I Gamerati. Yeah, Gamerati. Yeah. They have been really keeping us tightened together, so without them we'd be another quarter away <laughs> <laughs> probably. But uh, they've been excellent and I know you've worked with you're speaking with a couple other partners that may help us as well. So yep. We're just uh, surrounded by a good, good people. Yeah, and we've got a fantastic graphic designer we're working with, and uh, she's been really great helping put together a lot of really fun animations, popping gifts, and all of that good stuff yeah. um, to have a really good, informative, but not overly long Kickstarter page. That's the one thing I hate about some Kickstarters is when they're the scroll. Yeah, when it's like here's an entire novel mm -hmm. in a Kickstarter yeah. campaign, and it's like I don't, I don't need that. I when do I get to where the stretch goals are? Right. <laughs> yeah. So often those are so far down, and it's like that's I want to. I'm using this value proposition because I'm getting extra stuff. Right. So if that's the main point of me buying now. Show me the extra stuff as fast as possible. Right. And so we've got, obviously, we've got a couple of different approaches to our extra stuff. The first is we've got the Kickstarter exclusive that's not a stretch goal, is Council of the Creepies. Right. Which is its own separate game. Mm -hmm. But if you back the game of Council of Verona, you're going to get the Creepies expansion, or not expansion, but variant version variant, of the game. Variant. Complete uh, game. Stand complete alone. game. Standalone. Yes. You're going to get that Don't just for backing. Um, and then we have a bunch of really fun and kind of somewhat uh, game changing, I would say game changing um, stretch goals that, yeah. that add a lot of value to the game that, and yeah. add some new twists to the way that the game is played. I think it'll prove to people that we're serious about this product and that we're not just picking up a, a ball and, and moving it forward. We're actually adding some rubber bands to that rubber band ball. Yeah. A solid metaphor. I'm, I, I again, ba back from LA at midnight. <laughs> no weekends yet. Um, and then one thing that we had talked about, well, you had talked about earlier today was, um, kind of restructuring the Kickstarter throughout the campaign to mm -hmm. sort of change where your focus is. Yeah, to go to your point of, you know, show me the stuff and show me the stretch goals. Once we're funded, you know, that's really the onus that new people are coming into is those stretch goals. So let's make it higher up the page. So, you know, first we have to convince people to make our game fund. And so it's laid out in that orientation now. But once it's funded, we have to convince people to get extra stuff and you know, sell their friends quickly. Mm -hmm. So, so then we start to move the stretch goals to mm -hmm. a, to an easier to find location, and uh, that that hopefully will will help give us uh, continue to get that ball rolling. Yeah, or adding rubber bands to that ball. Yeah, it's like snowballing. It's rubber banding. Yeah, rubber, sure. Rubber banding. Yeah, I sure. got back from LA at two a.m. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to be bringing a number of copies of our pre-production samples with me to Gen Con. 
uh, and we're going to be handing those out. So one cool thing that made us feel really good was our, our partners at Gamerati. They've been reaching out to influencers and reviewers, previewers, all sorts of people, and um, seeing who wants you know an early copy of the game. And they said that they've never had this level of uh, excitement with people wanting early copies of the game to review. So I feel like that... It's a great sign. It's a good sign. You know, in thinking about it, I can see why as a reviewer you'd want a copy because A, there's storied history behind it. B, easy game to pick up, play, learn, and create content around. Absolutely. So for them it's a win-win, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a 19-card game. So That's it's a small, right. It's a small game, but it, uh, it has a lot of fun in there. And a lot of new art. A lot of cool new stuff to Very look at. Very beautiful art. Yeah. Yes. All right, so I'm going to be taking that to Gen Con. I've got a few prototypes for new games. Yeah, you do. Great games. Um, hopefully, we'll we'll find somebody to partner with on that and uh, get some new games coming out. Gen Con's hard for that, though. It, really, it really is. Yeah. Everybody's glassy-eyed and tired and getting pulled in 10 directions. And um, I, I always found it very stressful when I was attending and working. Yeah, yeah. So, I, you know, when I realized that pitches were going to be few and far between this year, I, I decided instead I was going to go more heavily into um, promotional stuff and press. So I'm going to be doing some press for Council of Verona, but I also have three games that are coming out in the next couple of months. So I'm going to be talking about my Ghostbusters Blackout game. Very good game. Um, from IDW. I'm going to be talking about my Grindhouse game, which was run on Kickstarter in November and is going to be shipping probably August, September. Uh, Very good game as well. And, and that one's going to be in retail as well. And then Anim Alchemists, which no is uh, <laughs> uh, which is going to be launching in Kickstarter mid-August. It's okay. going to be launching August 20th on Kickstarter. So I'm going to be doing some promotional stuff for that. Got a, a couple of very full days. Yeah, sounds like. Yeah, yeah. August. But uh, boy, I am... Things I am, are heating up. Because <laughs> it's summertime. Yeah. I get that joke. Yeah. I got one in there. Get back from LA at 4 a.m., man. Come on. You're, you're more, more punny than I am today. I'm punch drunk. Oh, there it is. Look at this. You're on fire, man. Because it's. Got back from up, LA huh? at 7 a.m. this morning. I am so tired. <laughs> yeah, man. I heard you got back just like an hour ago. Not back yet. I'm actually dialing in. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's that's what we're going to be doing. I'm doing a short trip to Gen Con because um, you're smart, I, and I keep getting sick. I I have been taking so many vitamins between Con, Comic Con and Gen Con because I was like I can't get sick. Yeah. I can't get sick between smart. these two weeks. Smart. So I'm taking like an absurd amount of uh, vitamins, boiling myself in a jacuzzi every day for yeah, 20 it's minutes. Be good Just, for you. Yeah. They, if you like induce a fever, then they can boil out any germs. Makes sense to me. That's what I heard. So yeah. we're, we're going to see if that works. Um, but yeah, so that's that's what's going on with Gen Con. And then after Gen Con, we can kind of cool down for a week or two yeah. before we then ramp up and do our own Kickstarter. That's for right. So that'll, yeah. that'll be good. Cool. Uh, what yeah. else are you working on right now? Well, um, so I'm, you know, doing spending my days over at Clover and we, the team is uh, meshed very well. We have a lot of fun and we work real hard and get a lot of stuff done real quick. Um, and one of the things I'm most excited about is a brand called Diablo House that Ted, uh, Ted Adams wrote and created. And it's kind of a Tales from the Crypt more than a Twilight Zone, I think, mm -hmm. is, is a much better analogy. So um, stories are, it's ironic horror, which I have found 
is very tricky um, in hiring and uh, editing and trying to write myself for. Um, but it's a, essentially a story begins and, and you're in this house that's infinite rooms and in each room is a poor soul that found themselves in the house by taking a kind of Faustian deal. So it's a monkey's paw story. Um, and funnily enough... Uh, you and Matt Fantastic will be designing a game for it here. Yeah. So we'll, I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but I was <laughs> speaking with Matt, and I thought, oh, I bet he'd like this brand. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Matt. Matt's already come up with a lot of the basic ideas and design for it. I'll probably be doing mostly the dev work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a, you know, horror is kind of my jam. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's definitely something that I combining, can get behind. Yeah, combining you two for that will be great. And then uh, our first stories are coming in, and finally I've gotten... Uh, a batch I like. So one is yours. You wrote a Diablo House story. We'll I not did. reveal the plot or anything of these yet. We'll just say um, it, uh, it ends badly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's uh, that's the one thing when you settle down for for a nice little Diablo House short story, you know it's going to end bad. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, yeah it's going to have highs and lows. Any episode of yours Tales is, from the Crypt. Yours has lows and lower lows. <laughs> Although I was glad to hear today where you said somebody else turned in something darker than me. Oh, it was, it was very dark. Like I, I mean, it's approved. It's fine. It's horror. But horror is not something that I go deep into. And this one, some of the um, genres and, and uh, what's that word? I don't get back to LA till next Thursday. So I, I, the word like uh, not genre, but tropes or tropes, whatever sure, in yeah. play, they were very uh, dark for me. So um, that said, the writing was excellent. It's uh, David Wilson, who um, does Crossroad Press, I believe. Um, and he, he wrote like a really tight, wonderful story. And Ted and I both, you know, approved it with no structural change or anything like that, which is big. Cool. So exciting. So yeah, doing a lot of that. And, and we've got, we've got a great Oz book coming up from Clover that I'm super excited about. That's what I was promoting up in OzCon. Gotcha. So OZ, you know, like the Wizard of. Yeah. So ours is the Royal Book of Oz. And there's a really cool story behind that and why it's an important book. We'll be bringing it to, to Kickstarter and to people. Pre-sold some this weekend. Awesome. So it has to get made now. <laughs> <laughs> it's real now. That's it. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So so you got a bunch of cool stuff through Clover Press, and we'll obviously. Uh, You're making great games. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we've got, still we've a, got thing. a lot of we business. Got Verona, I'm super proud of just like seeing the work that you two had done with uh, the page. Uh, it was just like a solid sound. Like, this is better than most pages now, and it's not done. So it's just like it shines and it's tight and like just. I think to the aesthetics we both agree on of, yeah. you know, super clean and fast and, yep. and get you right in there. Yeah, now Which we got to do the video. Uh, yeah. Video we, still needs to be done. Video, we've we've kind of bounced back and forth on ideas. We've, we've I'd say, clashed a little bit. on. on I, I gave in. I mean, yeah. you, you had a stronger opinion, and I'm of the mind that typically, if someone has the stronger opinion, go with that. Sure. And then if you both truly have a strong opinion, then you need to, to figure it out. Um, and. Typically, in, if it comes to a visual thing, I'm I'm gonna go with you. Cool. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna have a very art focused video. The, yeah. The the idea was between doing you know more of a description and talking heads versus doing it where it's mostly just art. Um, and this is this is all about this third edition a, is yeah, all about the art. Yeah. That, you made that point, and it was like yeah. Duh. And then looking at the game and how beautiful it is, like I mean, we didn't get the Fireball Island artist for a cover to not show that right off in the video. Like, <laughs> sure. we, you know, we didn't spend time and effort to make such a beautiful product and then have our mugs on, on the thing. So you, you are right. And it was a very brief discussion yeah. where I went, Oh, and you made your point. And I said, Oh yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. So uh, that's that's kind of what we've been working on. Uh, have you have you played any games lately? Yeah, but why don't you go first? Great. <laughs> I played Fog of Love finally. I've been wanting to play this game forever. Uh, and much you you know this about me. Whenever I want to design a new game, I try to play games that have similar mechanics right. or yes. ideas first, so that I'm a not just ripping off stuff. I'm not just like, oh, this has already been done better by somebody else. Right. Um, but so that I can see how it works and plays in there, and then integrate uh, pieces of that and, and get kind of inspired off of that and. Uh, create my own version of, of something. So far, I had a game idea that uh, I want to make, and it has some elements that kind of gel with with what Fog of Love is doing. Mm-hmm. Had an actual actual blast playing the game. Oh, really? I, yeah, I wasn't sure um, if it was going to be as fun in practice as it was in theory. Okay, um, and it was. It was a pretty simple game, despite what my main man Rodney Smith. Yeah, he's he is normally if you're looking for how to play a game. Right. He his how to play videos top top tier are the best. The triple A. Yes. However, I will say on Fog of Love, he he did me wrong. He did me wrong on this one. Okay. I've seen in the forums before where people have pointed out he'll miss a rule or it, this was the opposite. This was he added rules. This was a twenty three minute video for a game that needed like seven. He made the bog of war. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. Look at we're you. Just, we're, you were we're on fire. We're, we're like, are we in different seats? I'm going to take your glasses. Yeah, really. Just, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so it, he made it seem, I, I was doing it with Delaney. We, uh, we were going to play the game. And Delaney was like, oh, this game's too complicated for me. I did, think this game. Did you watch the video be, together? Yeah. And she okay. was like, I'm tuning out. You figure out the, how the game is going. Sure. I'm, I'm going on my phone because I'm confused. I'm very confused. This is our role. And it was like, yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm very confused too. We yeah. sat down. The game comes with tutorial cards uh-huh. um, that kind of walk you through the first round. And okay. it was like, oh no, this game's incredibly simple. Oh, okay. So tell me a little bit more because I'm looking at the game here. So the game is a. It's a romantic card game. Comedy, yes, as a, as a board game. Yes. So I assume. So you're each playing you have as a meat cute. Yes, you have. A, you start with a meat cute. Excellent. So you've got a deck of a uh, very small deck of cards that is okay. uh, your meat cute mm-hmm. act one, act two, act three, and a finale. Okay. And then you each have a hand of cards that are scenes in the movie that you play. Yeah. And what happens is you're going to play a scene. It's going to okay. give you a couple of. Multiple choice options. And then you have a disagreement that could be easily solved through communication, but choose not to. Sometimes. Yeah. Um, but sometimes you have that choice. You okay. have the choice of easily solving it through communication. Yeah. Or you have a choice of doing something else. And the whole point is, is that you've created a character who has certain personality traits. For instance, my character was very introverted. Um, and, huh. and, but also very spiritual. Oh, interesting. Okay. So my character wanted to have a lot of respect and kindness, but also didn't want to like do things. Okay. Um, they were a programmer as my profession. Interesting. And that, that was kind of, so everything that I did, I had certain goals I wanted to achieve by getting my personality and both of our personalities to put these little markers on these certain personality traits. Okay. So even though... The obvious the choice interest. in one yeah. in one instance would be like, yes, let's talk this out and come into an, an agreement. That may not be what my character would want. And is your are your traits revealed to your only at the very end of the game? Aha! Uh-huh. And you can't so, talk about what those traits are sure. until then. You can kind of hint towards it. So, like her character and my character were both very introverted, mm. but 
she had some much more questionable morals than I did. Okay. And my character was a lot more driven than hers was. Okay. And what was her profession? Her profession was pilot. Okay. <laughs> so So there was there a was a little bit of turbulence. <laughs> yeah. Look at you. Scoreboard. And I, I couldn't change my character because it was just too coded into me. Ah. Yeah. Uh, so nice. so but there were some instances where when you both choose the same option, so you have these little mm-hmm. markers, it's A, B, and C, and you'll flip them at the same time and reveal yeah. it. And if you have the same thing, you both kind of grow and become happier. But if you have disagreements, sometimes uh, things aren't do not get better for you. Okay. Uh, but there's a lot of very silly situations that come up, and it's like, oh, your mom recently posted on Facebook that she doesn't like your partner and that Ooh. you she thinks you're a bad match. And so then you have these like A, B, C, D options of how you want to react to it. And so it's like my character, because they were so introverted, was like, oh, I'm going to do nothing. I'm uh, just going to let uh-huh. it blow over. Okay. But like Delaney's character was was not as um, reserved as my character. So uh-huh. it was like, oh, she, was, she wanted to start a flame war on Facebook. Uh-huh. And so there was these kind of funny situations that come out of that. Uh, really the, the point of the game is not really who wins or loses. It is. Do you win together? Die alone? Not really. Um, there are ways. One of you is a better partner than the other? Yes. Wow. Part of it, uh, you do get certain more points if you both stay together or both split apart and that's what you want. So Uh you're going to want to stay together. You're going to want to not stay together. Uh So you do get certain bonuses for that. But at the end, there's one person who's going to have more satisfaction than the other person. Wow. That is an interesting concept. So it's like, wait, I I, I, I win because I loved you more. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. It's a fun game. It's only two players. Um, and it, it is, it's about, it took us about an hour and a half to play. Okay. Uh, That's right in the middle of the box. It says 60 to 120. Yep. But uh, it was a lot of fun. It was okay. a very silly game and it was all, it was very experiential. Nice. It was an experiential game. Okay. And if you, you know, you've played Grindhouse. That's kind of where I am yeah. with Grindhouse is that's yeah, an yeah. experiential game too. Sure. Uh, so I can, I can dig that sort of thing where it's not necessarily about I win, I win, I win. It's like, we had a great time playing this, didn't we? Right. Yeah. I like games like that. Yeah. And I've been sitting here the whole time trying to title your dang romantic comedy and I'm just, I struck out. Really, you struck out? I struck out. Uh-oh. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm less satisfied. I've lost the fog of pod. Uh-oh. Pod of oh, love. Oh, uh, there? Okay. Uh, All right. Okay. All right. No, it's not. I wanted, like, you know, quiet pilots, but you weren't a pilot. So. I wasn't. No, no. I was, I was a programmer. You, yeah. Uh, so our, our relation was boring to the max. Okay. Because there was a programming error. In her pilot, no, yeah, no, I don't. Uh, the planes that year. got grounded, because yeah, they had programming yeah, errors grounded, in them. Grounded love, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 <laughs> uh, right, oh, wait yes. a minute, I know. Our love was on the cloud. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You got there. There we go. Oh, that's Mary's good. the two. All Mary's right. the two. Oh boy. This is the worst episode ever. <laughs> no, 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 no. Last episode was the worst episode. Was that ever. when we were grumpy? It was when we were grumpy and also over Skype. So it's anytime oh. we record over Skype, it's not as good. Okay, very good. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's let's move on to uh, what we're what we're up to this week. Okay, right, so it's gonna okay. be a shorter episode. I actually don't know how short the episode is because my Garage Band no longer tells not, me time. Yeah, oh, here it goes. Oh boy, right. short filler. All right, uh, hmm. watermelon, uh, watermelon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so so why don't you tell us what uh, what what were you doing yesterday up in L.A. that made you so uh, home late? Yeah, well, 
can't really tell you. Um, going to have to mask my answer here. Okay. Because uh, I'm no snitch, John. <laughs> sure. You can't get me to sing about what I was doing. <laughs> okay. Uh, but I had a very dystopian Sunday. So, um, you know, my birthday was during Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. And so typically it's just like, you cancel my birthday. And I, and I get kind of grumpy and Amanda wants to do a thing for me. And then I, you know... Then I overdo a thing, and then I ended up. Uh, it, it ended up very nice because I had lunch with you guys, right? Yeah, yeah, us and, and, and Matt, fantastic. Yeah, and then I uh, ran into my first friend in San Diego, Delano, and and oh, he was with Jude, who are, so two of my best friends. Wait, his name's Delano. Yeah. So you went from hanging out with Delaney to Delano. I did. Yes, <laughs> I did. I didn't realize that. So yeah, you bought me lunch. Thank you very much. And so then I ran into Delano and Jude and uh, uh, rap. And his very pretty uh, marketing guy, Andres, who I, you know, had a great time meeting at the show for the first time. And so they wanted to buy me drinks. And so we went over to uh, Werewolf and uh, we started drinking. Okay. And we didn't stop, Uh, (laughs) which can happen with, you know, old friends. And so new friends came in, Fico and Anita, uh, Fico Asio from... Murray Christmas card fam and also the artist for IDW's uh, Spider-Man. Anyway, so we had a good night, Tam, that night, but I'm off track. Um, so Amanda said, look, I want I have another thing I want to do for you, but I understand that you'll have worked all of Comic-Con and then you'll be up in Pomona uh, Saturday after Comic-Con right away. And then what I want to do is afternoon Sunday in LA. And I don't want to tell you what it is. Okay. And I said, well... You know, uh, okay, um, let's do it. And so she said, we, we're going to do this thing, and if you get there and don't want to do it, we can, we can turn around and leave. It's all going to be calm, and she did it. She knows I'm high-strung, and I get don't like after-cons and all that. So, mm-hmm. so yesterday I took a train out and met her and her sister, and we got in an Uber, and I still didn't know where I was going. And uh, I ended up in a Black Mirror episode. <laughs> that is not actually what it was, but it felt like it. So it was the weirdest part. <laughs> possible thing I could have ended up in. Um, I saw how the sausage is made on a lot of TV and I saw things I'll never unsee and it was absolutely (laughs) wonderful and I will revisit this when I am allowed to speak on it. Sure. But uh, if if you listen, you know I'm a fan of some things and this had to do with one of my favorite things the last year or two and it was just such an Incredible day that I will never get to nor want to do again. Gotcha. And so. and yeah, we we have talked about this thing that you've done on this podcast yes, before. Yeah. We talked about how it's one of your favorite things. Recent so. recent phenomenon. Yes. Yeah, yes. So, so uh, yeah, hopefully you can figure out uh, yeah. or make make whatever conclusions you want. Draw yeah. whatever conclusions you want out yeah, of that. Don't, yeah, I'm not going to be a monster and spoil things. So sure, um, sure. But you yeah. gave us a little bit about it. A little bit, yeah. Okay. It was a it was a heck of a day, and we'll we'll re we'll recap once Got it's it. all uh, swell to do so. But um, a lot of a lot of interesting things were experienced and learned, and, and it was fun. Cool, cool. Well, meanwhile, I I've been uh, relaxing. Well, not really relaxing, but no, you're prepping been, for a show. We're prepping, prepping for a show, but we've been uh, living the the homebody life is what I more mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't been going out and doing anything out there. But when, sure. one thing we did this weekend while we were uh, getting getting work done was uh, started watching Veronica Mars, the oh. new version on Hulu. Oh, I'm excited for that. It's really good, and the I mean, if you like Veronica Mars, and if you saw the movie, then you know that basically what Rob Thomas wants to do with this is just create more Veronica Mars. Okay. So if you liked 
Veronica Mars the show, mm-hmm. you're going to like the Veronica Mars movie because it's an hour and a half version of Veronica Mars. Sure. So like liked, a psych situation. Yeah. Okay. So this, this new show does the exact same thing. It's even got the same theme song that's okay. just retooled. All right. Um, and it's just, it's a, it's a brand new Veronica Mars mystery okay. in 2019. But what, and this is, I think, the smartest thing that they're doing. It's eight episodes. I love it. That's all I want. There's not this bloated episode order where there's a mystery of the week and then there's the grand mystery overall that we touch on every four episodes or so. There's one story. Well, I mean, it's one big story, right? There's a lot of kind of twists and turns and sprawling this and that. But there's no like, and this week we're going to divert and do something totally different. It's all serving this one big mystery of the season. That's great. Um, I'm not done with it yet. I'm only three episodes in, but so far I'm loving it. It's definitely darker. Okay. Uh, and it's got everybody's back, um, especially my, okay. fav- my favorite asshole, Dick Casablancas, uh-huh. is my favorite character on it. Okay. And he's back and... Uh, it's cousin, cousin Barney? Cousin Barney? Uh, Larry? Larry? No. What? Uh, okay, so this is where I admit I've never seen this show. What? Yeah, yeah, not not a second. Are you serious? Uh, not a minute, not a second. Oh my Never God. heard the theme song. What? Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. So, all right. Now, if we know all that, yeah. Can I come into this blind? Because no. I don't. I don't want to no. watch the other stuff. No. I don't want to watch the other stuff though. Well, then skip it. I can't watch these. No. No, you're not going to know what's going on can because you, it's, this heavily I? relies on shorthands of characters that you have gotten to know over the first three seasons of. Veronica Mars. I will say you could probably skip the movie. Okay. You okay. Could, could, I, could, could prob- I just be like that friend that's terrible to watch a movie with and just uh, accept, message you and just say, who's that? Who's that now? What are they doing? You could, but like, it's not satisfying, right? Okay. It wouldn't be satisfying because this is the payoff of these characters' arcs okay. that have started, you know, 10 years ago. Okay. Maybe more. Mm-hmm. Um, 12 years ago uh, on, on the original series. Uh, I would say it's it's worth going back and rewatching. Okay. She's a stuff. she's a detective. She's a detective. Okay. It's Kristen Bell. She's I love you some Kristen Bell. She's delightful. And Eliza Koo is on this season. Sure. I don't know who that is. The tall, she's the uh, tall blonde from uh, Happy Endings, the David Casp. Uh, okay. The yeah. best sitcom of all time. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. Oh, I yeah, watched. You watch I that. watched the other show from him. Uh, what was it called? Marry Me. I that was that. okay. I so that was that. A, a dialed down version of Happy Endings because Happy Endings would do a joke that would just run so deep into the weeds. Okay. Uh, like they would just, and they would do a lot of riff jokes, like 30 mm-hmm. seconds of uh, the main characters riffing. And it was beautiful and wonderful, but it had a bad start because they did the, they firefly it. They did the episodes out of order. Uh, and then it survived for season two, it survived for season three. But uh, it had some length issues, and actresses and actors were getting other jobs. Like at one point, Damon Wayans got on New Girl, and then he got back off New Girl to go on Happy Endings, and then I think he went back to New Girl. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. So like the, things like that. So they were just having a lot of trouble. But they did. Um, there's even a uh, fourth season table read where they got everyone together. Oh, LA, that's always fun. Con. Get get yeah. something going with yeah, it. Yeah, but I, I, I Mars, she's a detective. What else do I need to know? I well, feel good. Plenty. There's fire lot. There's a lot to know. There's a lot. It's a, a, a lot of it films in San Diego, so you'll, you'll recognize a lot oh, of locations. I remember when they were filming one day downtown, like six years ago. Yeah. So I basically know the show. Sure, sure. Well, that, that does lead me to say, yes, if you have not watched Veronica Mars seasons one through three or the movie, maybe do that. Are they on Hulu? <laughs> The first three seasons are on Hulu. I don't know where the movie is. Maybe the movie's on the Hulu. Movie. The, movie, the movie. The movie's fine. Like, 
it's it's great, but I don't think it's required. Okay. Me. Uh, but yeah, I would say watch it. It's it's very noir, and yeah. yes, it is also a she's in high school on the show, so it's, it's got a little bit of high school drama. Um, but yeah, it's great. It's great. It's Veronica Mars. Come on, man. And and yet you. But if it's just it's Veronica Mars, I'll just watch that. I mean, you could try. <laughs> okay. I don't think you're gonna. I don't think you're gonna find it satisfying if you just watch the new season. Okay. There's a lot of callbacks. To old things. Oh. So yeah. Stranger Things style. I mean, but not Which like, itself. not quite so over, hitting you yeah. over the head with it. Cool. It's just, it's shorthand, right? Yeah. It's like, oh yeah. And down and because the, you already know this whole thing the peach about pit. this. Yeah. Right. I got you. See, up. I know the show. <laughs> Shut up, Nate. Okay. It's fine. All right. Well, <laughs> I think, I think we're, I think we've talked enough today. We're going to cut it a little short today. Okay. All right. Well, we're back. We're getting these done. Yep. We'll uh, record. We'll record after after Jen. My new offices are near your place now, yeah. so this will be easier. Yes. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about with the upcoming Verona, and, and uh, we'll be bugging all of you to spread the word. Yeah, and then hopefully we'll be able to grab Eric Slauson and bring him on again sometime soon. We've renamed his game. Do, have we said officially? I think we did. It's okay. Monstrosity. Monstrosity. And I love this name. I'm very happy with it. Yeah, that. yeah. With, with all the... With draw... As capital letters. Yes. Um, it was Creature Feature, but now it's Monstrosity. Which I hated and then liked, and then you guys kept going after I had accepted Creature sure. Feature. Yeah. Sure. But mm-hmm. I think that we ended in an even better, better place. place. Yeah, oh, yeah. This, this, is, this is, great. is the best choice. Yeah, it's super fun. Which one of you made this one? Uh, that was Eric. Eric. Eric came yeah. up with the name. Eric. Eric's going places. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, cool. Yeah, so um, if you're going to Gen Con, you know... You might want to get a bed to uh-huh. sleep in, but whatever you do, don't get a bed from Mattress Firm. Okay. All right. I won't. But, uh, you know, a show that's real easy to just pick up and play, mm-hmm. um, it's a uh, little show I've been watching. It's on ABC. Oh, so yeah. I is it The Rookie? No, no, no. I haven't heard of that one. Uh-oh. Um, but it is. Uh, so it's got Nathan Fillion. Oh, okay. Um, and then it's called Castle. Oh. So super easy to watch. Uh, also, a de- he's not a detective exactly. He's a writer, but okay. he solves a lot of crimes. So probably Great. similar to Veronica Mars. Great. Well, uh, so you can just watch Castle and then go into Veronica Mars season four and you'll be caught up. Oh, perfect. Okay. So I'll yeah. do that. Great. All right. All right. Check out Castle. ABC. Right. That's it. That's it.